This is Brand USA Talks Travel, elevating the conversation about international travel to the United States. Here's your host, Mark Lapidus. How many days a year do you travel? Between 75 and 100. That's a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. You ever get tired of it? As I get older, it becomes harder. I can assure you <laughs> of that. But uh, but it's all good. I, I love what I do, so it makes traveling pretty easy, quite honestly. I can sleep anywhere, including planes. That's a great attribute. My guest today is Don Moore, Executive Vice President, Business Rental Sales and Global Corporate Accounts and Enterprise Holdings and a Brand USA board member. Founded by Jack Taylor in 1957, the company includes the Enterprise Rent-A-Car, National Rent-A-Car and Alamo Brands. As an industry leader in mobility and technology, the company operates through a global network of more than 10,000 neighborhood and airport locations across more than 90 countries and territories globally. Don, you sure sound like a busy man, so thanks for being here. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for having me. Let's start by you telling me a little bit about Enterprise's origins. So Jack Taylor, our founder, was a fighter pilot in World War II. He flew uh, off the USS Enterprise. So hence the reason for our name, Enterprise Rent-A-Car, Enterprise Holdings, comes from his time on the uh, battleship USS Enterprise. Jack's born and raised in St. Louis, came home from the service and started up this small rental car company out of a dealership in St. Louis and started with seven vehicles. Unlike most of the competitors, they were at airports. Jack founded his locations mostly at dealerships or neighborhood locations and built a business based on replacement car rental. So your car's in an accident, your car's at a shop, would call Enterprise to get a substitute vehicle while your car's being repaired. And even today, we're still in that business and we still have part of our 10,000 locations is a lot of small local neighborhood locations like the one Jack started in 1957. You know, I mentioned Jack Taylor's name in our opening because I always enjoyed one of his famous lines in business. He said, take care of your customers and employees first and profits will follow. Seems as true today as it was over 50 years ago. Absolutely. When you hear us discuss enterprise in any way, shape or form, it's about our customers and our team. And if you have great people and you can take care of customers, the rest will follow, including profits and growth and so forth. I understand you started your career as a management trainee at Enterprise about 36 years ago. Can you tell me more about that program and is it still in existence? Well, you're dating me with 36 (laughs) years ago, but yes. Sorry, Don. I started 36 years ago as a management trainee. I I am one of those different individuals. It's my only job out of college. I started with Enterprise in 1987 as a management trainee. That position still exists today. I'm proud to say most of our employees that start with Enterprise start in that role as a management trainee. They learn all aspects of the business world. Because most of our promotions are from within, hence the reason I'm still here 36 years later, I'm not a trainee any longer, good news, but we promote from within and it's not just in the rental side of things. You can stay in rental if you like and work your way up through the ladders or you can go into other areas and I chose about halfway through my career, I chose the sales side of our business. So the promoting from within is essential, but I will tell you that that management training program still exists today and it's strong as ever. What have you learned about making employees happy? I can tell you that if our employees are satisfied and they can see the promotion ability, they can see obviously the financial rewards that come with it, but even more so they can work with a team that they enjoy. We hire teammates and not necessarily employees. Mm -hmm. When we're recruiting your CV or resume, as we say here in America, if it has clubs, sports, different organizations that you belong to when you were at university, anything that has to do with a team, 
you typically will do very well within our company. So, you know, what makes employees happy is the ability to get promoted, the ability to see the opportunities that are out there, and then obviously financial rewards come with it as well. How important is a good boss, Don? <laughs> I'm not going to let you ask my employees that. Actually. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> employees that work for us and most companies that I've ever been associated with in any way, shape, or form, they stay with the company because of their boss. They must love their job, but if their boss is not communicating, is not inclusive, is not being a teammate, then that's where you can probably lose employees. I can tell you that when I started back in 1987 in Washington, D.C., my boss is the reason why I'm still here today, my branch manager. He was one of the guys, he was a teammate, and he treated me like an equal, even though I was a one-day employee, so to speak, and he was a manager. You know, people don't leave companies, people leave their bosses. And isn't it amazing all these years later, you still remember this guy? <laughs> I still remember. Matter of fact, every year on my anniversary, I send him an email and thank him. Oh, that's so wonderful. 36 times now, just for the record. <laughs> <laughs> By many accounts, business travel has returned in the U.S., and I understand that there is some evidence that many are choosing to travel by rental car. So what I can tell you is business travel is back. We have surpassed our pre-pandemic numbers in every statistical category, which is great. However, probably is slightly different than it was. You know, the whole phenomenon of people working from remote locations, people are starting to come back to the office more as well. But what mm -hmm. I will tell you is with our extensive network of locations, we've been able to increase our rentals, especially at our home city network, because people now would rather travel from their home, pick up a vehicle at a local enterprise location, do their business wherever they are going, and be able to bring the car back to their local neighborhood. And they don't have to go into the office. They don't have to fly into airports. They don't have to pick up vehicles at airports, which is usually a busier location than a home city location. So it is more convenient. They control their own destiny when it comes to driving somewhere. They may use the vehicle and stay, you know, we call it blended rental or leisure type of business. There's a lot of blended rentals going on where I keep the car for three days for work. And maybe that leads into a weekend and I keep the car for the weekend and then drive back on Sunday to my home or whatever and drop the car back off at Enterprise. So I think our length of rental is higher because of that. And that's extended days that we had to, you know, earn back since the pandemic. And quite honestly, that's why we are back to pre-pandemic numbers. So business rental is back. Well, I certainly plead guilty of leisure travel. I do it all the time. Uh, now that my kids are grown, why not? That's what I always say to myself. It's like, there's no reason not to do it. Absolutely. The world has changed. The clientele has changed a little bit. The younger generation clearly likes to play hard as well as they work hard. So I think they take advantage of the situation when they can have a leisure rental and stay wherever they are for extended time. Don, because you're a brand USA board member, you know that we concentrate on international tourism. So tell me what it's looking like on the international side of the business for car rentals in America. From a pure international travel, we have a team of folks that live throughout the world that drive business into the North American car rental market. Some areas have not been busy for a long time, and that would be China and so forth in Asia. However, our European business has come back really strong. European business was the first to come back. Now Canada, their restrictions are no longer, so they are traveling into North America a lot. So those two areas are specifically back to almost pre-pandemic numbers. The APAC area, Asia Pacific area is still struggling a little bit to get back to those numbers. But I think it's just a matter of time now that the borders are open again. What I will tell you is the people have pent up demand. They are staying a little bit longer. Our length of rental for foreign travelers is increased by two, three days on average. They're renting larger vehicles. You know, they have families and so forth and so on. They haven't traveled in a while. Those areas are all starting to pick up steam. And it doesn't hurt that we now have much better availability than we did during some of the pandemic. You know, when the pandemic hit, 
We reduced our fleet significantly early on to help with the economy of it all. Now, you know, chip shortages and all the different things you hear in the marketplace when it comes to why it is harder to get vehicles than it used to be. It's still there, but not anywhere near what it used to be. Our on-rent numbers are now back to pre-pandemic numbers, and a lot of those folks are international travelers. So with Enterprise expanding internationally, I would imagine that would help you also gain more name recognition in the United States, yes? Absolutely. You know, our reasoning for going international, and you said it in the opening that we now have, you know, we are open in over 90 different countries around the world. We have 10,000 locations. A lot of that has to do with our international expansion, quite honestly. We go where our customers need us to be. The reason why we went international about 10 years ago, when we started the journey of expanding throughout the rest of the world and not just North America, quite honestly, is clearly based on our customers. Our customers that rent from us for business, our customers that rent from us from leisure, whatever that might be, they want to see our brands in other places. They want to be able to use us in other parts of the world. So we went on a huge expansion plan and here we are 90 countries in, in just short 10 years. We did a podcast recently with Chip Rogers of AHLA, and he talked about how there are about 100,000 job openings in the hotel segment of the tourism industry. What's happening in the car rental sector? It's a challenging market, there's no doubt. There's a lot of openings and there's only a set few, you know, employees, so to speak. But because we promote from within and because most of our hiring is done at a management trainee level, a lot of our recruiting happens at universities. We are one of the largest recruiters of college students in North America, and we bring them on early with our management trainee program. But we also know that we have to be creative. When I started 36 years ago, there were different ways of doing business than there are today. And we have to adapt to those folks. It's a different generation that's now starting with enterprise compared to when I started. I was a baby boomer. Most of those aren't here anymore. So we've had to be creative and it's a competitive market. But I can tell you that we're really excited about where we are from that standpoint. And once you start with enterprise and get through the system, the sky's the limit. You know, I'm proof, I guess, but there are many others just like me that started early on in their careers as a trainee and worked their way up the ladder. So it's a great process we have, and it's been in place forever. I don't know why I can't stop writing last year's date on checks, but I better get with it. What do you expect to see in the car rental industry in 2023 now that it's finally here? Availability, which will be better than last year. Um, Still not probably perfect, but availability. You will see vehicles that are a little bit older than some folks, and that's an industry issue. We're keeping cars a little bit longer. Obviously, we're maintaining them with our certified mechanics and so forth to make sure that everything is taken care of. But the facts are the availability of vehicles is not quite large enough yet that we can redo our fleet and everything as often as we'd like. So we're keeping vehicles a little bit longer. But at the end of the day, as I said earlier, our employees and our customers drive us in everything we do. Speed and making things frictionless for our customers is always going to be top of mind for us. Everything we are doing from technology increases to working with customers directly, with working with our loyalty systems and everything, all of those things that we do today are all driven either to make it better for our employees to help customers or help it better for our customers to get in the cars faster and swifter. I'm always curious about technology, and I'm sure a lot of it with Enterprise and every other car rental company, it's things that we can't see either behind the counter or behind the system. But is there anything obvious that's out front that's coming in the car rental industry for future years that we should be aware of? There's autonomous vehicles. Everybody wants to see autonomous vehicles. We are very heavily involved in research in that space, albeit that there's no autonomous vehicles live yet in the car rental industry that I'm aware of. 
Obviously, the electric vehicle side of the business is going to grow. We are very careful in that business. We want to make sure we do it right. The infrastructure is the big piece. When you talk to customers who want to drive electric vehicles, there needs to be an infrastructure in place, both in areas that have the ability to have electric charging stations and so forth, but also you have to understand there's a lot of areas that maybe aren't as advanced as others that need to have that infrastructure too. So we're taking it very slow. We are um, working with many different manufacturers. We're working with many different charging companies, battery companies, anything that has to do with that space we are involved in. And as it grows, we're going to grow with it. Well, Don, safe travels. Thanks again for taking time out of your busy schedule to spend it with me. I truly appreciate it. (laughs) Well, Mark, I appreciate it. Thank you very much for everything Brand USA does. And I'll see you soon, I'm sure. And before we go, I'd like to remind you that we continue to expand countries listed in the International Pavilion. We now have research, contacts, and so much more for over 14 markets, including Mexico, India, Brazil, United Kingdom, and many more. It's all on Brand USA's Global Marketplace website. Ask your Brand USA rep for details. That's it for Brand USA Talks Travel. I'm Mark Lapidus. Thanks for listening. Your feedback is welcome. Email us at podcast at thebrandusa.com or call 202-793-6256. Brand USA Talks Travel is produced by Asher Mirovich, who also composes music and sound. Engineering by Brian Watkins. Please share this podcast with your friends in the travel industry. You may also enjoy many of our archived episodes, which you can find on your favorite podcast platform. Safe travels.